Hi, and welcome back to my podcast. You are with Lana Lynn Marino. And uh, today I'm going to talk about the origins of family wounding. Now, when we think about family wounding, I work with people and do a lot of work around ancestral healing. And when we go further back into our wounding, um, sometimes we're carrying over stuff that doesn't belong to us. So when we look at the the family wounding and the, the dynamics of family wounding, why does our life seem so hectic, chaotic? Why do we seem to think that we don't have a purpose or we're not linked into anything that is of consequences of, of um, where we are today and right now? where we can be blinded by our lack of confidence, our lack of self, self-esteem, yet we have that insight into our intention for what we want our life to be or the outcome of any situation. What stops us? Well, the solar plexus chakra, as we know, um, it's all about empowerment, self-empowerment. It's also where the vagus brain lies. It's also the area of self-confidence, self-esteem or self-worth. Everything is forming around the solar plexus, which usually is around the age 13, 14, which they call the rebellious years. But um, I've learned that really it's a time where we're starting to define the world through our eyes and not through what we've been shown. Family abuse is something that comes up quite often in therapy that I work with, um, with with individuals. And for a lot of people, just discovering that um, that went on in their family can be quite a shock. So it's the same with uh, when someone dies. You have to go through the grief process. And the grief process is, first of all, kind of coming to terms with the shock of what happened. And for a lot of people, that can lay unconscious, simply because we might know what's happened to our brother or our sister. And we haven't had the ability or the availability to us to actually help them. We haven't been able to help them in in a way that we later believe we should have been able to help them. And this is simply because we didn't have the emotional intelligence to actually define what was right and what was wrong. So family wounding can be something that, um, we, as I said, is carried over. And I want to focus on uh, a particular area of family wounding, which can be a collusion and um, parents can collude with each other so as an example if someone marries someone if a woman marries someone um, this is from my own theory by the way if someone if a woman marries someone and he's got some deep wounding that he's carrying and he's got some unresolved issues then that woman can automatically from what i've seen can actually adapt to his wounding so we can take on someone else's wounding but remember that like attracts like so what we see in others first of all we have to identify in ourselves. with that said our wounding is something that can lay very unconscious and um, if that woman that is attracted to that person that she marries um, or that individual is attracted to that person that they marry then Ultimately, if they've got unresolved issues within themselves, for example, if they haven't resolved the issue of their own 
issues within their early development, then automatically, you know, there's a collusion that starts to take place where they collude with each other. I'm not saying that this happens in every every case, but a couple of experiences that I've 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 had with working with clients where the narcissistic mother develops through a way of denying the pain of her past and depending on her husband um, to kind of protect her and to take care of her. So we're seeing how the child self and the adult self kind of go side by side. Whoever is acting out, um, it can be the child or it can be the adult. And if we look at the adult state, if someone is colluding with their other half, then it can be that they're coming from maybe a, a child perspective where they just needed protection, they needed the attention. And this can be quite threatening because in the midst of this, um, this couple could be having children. So they're working through their stuff and whatever that is. And in the midst of this, you know, they're, they're having children. This is where the wounding carries over to the next generation, where I think we're starting to see in, in counseling, in psychotherapy, a lot of people, and I believe from a, a spiritual perspective, that um, there's a collective healing that's going on around this subject, where a lot of people are delving into and um, brave enough to open up that vault of the wounding that happened to them and to investigate and explore even further you know where it came from i do past life regression and it's amazing how this this works because if you're open to energy healing if you're open to regressional work um, it can ve be very helpful in helping you to heal certain situations where you are right now if you believe that you have to be responsible for um, making the family, carrying on the family tradition, you know, becoming that senior management role of a lawyer, a doctor, as an example, you know, because grandfather and great great grandfather did that. And you don't want to do that. Maybe you wanted to be an artist, or you wanted to travel the world, you wanted to be free, you wanted to do something entirely different to break that cycle of tradition. And yet you felt guilty about having to do that because it would mean that you're going against everything that you've been taught to do. You know, that you, you must, you must um, follow on the family tradition. You must become responsible for helping to keep the family, family line going. And I think with, um, what we're seeing a lot of lately with uh, with white privilege, that young people are starting to, to see that actually, you know, I wanna be just me, I just wanna be normal. Because when we're forced into something, then ultimately over time, we can be conditioned to believe that, well, this is, this is my this is my life and I just have to get on with it, which can cause, you know, a lot of unhappiness because then you're letting go of your truth. You're not in your truth. You become detached from your authenticity and your authentic self and of course your purpose. And what is your purpose in life? 
And this is the big question I get asked a lot of times, you know, what do you think my purpose is? Well, we all know what our purpose is, but we don't know consciously what our purpose is. If our family wounding um, or generational wounding has caused us to rebel, then somewhere in our life, you know, there, it, it starts the, the process of understanding that we have to escape that reality. And some people do this by, you know, um, drink or drugs or any sort of addiction, anything that they believe they have control over their life. If I can control this area of my life, then I don't have to, you know, I'm making a point that I am in control. And if a child is not given that um, understanding at a very early age of their development, that they can be whatever they want to be, they can do whatever they want. And I still love you as a parent, I'm still here for you. If they don't get that, if they're given the opposite, that they have to be, they have to conform to what is expected of them, then they will conform. Children will conform to whatever they is, is needed of them. Because ultimately this is about getting some love even if it's a little bit, it's getting some love. So if we go back to the chakra system and we go back to the basis of the root chakra and the start of the development in that journey of the root chakra and developing and exploring the world, you know, as a, a defenseless little one, a little bundle where you don't have any motor, motor skills, your body isn't developed in a way that you can stand up and walk on two feet until you're older so you're dependent and believe me babies toddlers i think we don't understand completely that they can we can um articulate everything so everything that is going around us everything that's going on around us you know we hear we see because we're babies it doesn't mean to say that we don't, it doesn't go in on some level. It goes in on a very deep cellular level. And this is starting the process of the, the, the growth system, the development of the physical body. So as you plant a young tree, a seedling, over time, you water it, you nurture it. And it's the same thing. And you don't conditionally say, you know, if you grow two inches today, then I'll water you, I'll feed you. I'll give you some fertilizer to help your growth along. But we do that to our children. We do that to our babies. There's a condition attached and all the while, babies are absorbing the energy field that is developing and the energy field of their, um, their, their, their loved ones that are looking after them, that they're dependent on. The second chakra of the creative energy field, the energy field where the inner child starts to develop, it's the emotional field, it's the center of reproduction, it's our sexual organs. And of course, as we start to get closer to the development of the third chakra, we're all the while starting to develop in a way where we're still absorbing the world and we're still absorbing what our parents are telling us, what our parents are showing us. 
if Uncle Richard comes to dinner and he sits at the dinner table and he's very negative and he's shouting and he's getting drunk and you're a little child and you're wandering in and out of this and there's something about Uncle Richard that you don't like. As an example, you know, you start to absorb that energy and you start to pick up on the vibe, the vibration of that individual. You start to understand that um, in some ways, you know, there's uh, the world is not safe. So it makes sense that, you know, the first one that we run back to would be our parents. Now, if our parents are colluding with Uncle Richard or whoever, then, you know, we start to pick up on that. And of course, we start to um, not collude, but we start to accept this, this is what I need to survive. Now, by the age of when our heart chakra is developing alongside the solar plexus chakra, um, our heart is all about unconditional love. And usually when we go into our teens and start to develop into our 20s, life starts to take on a whole new chapter because, as I said earlier, you know, we then start to become attached to our surrogate family. And the surrogate family is very important to us. You know, we were at school, we're learning from kids that, you know, maybe aren't coming from a different home environment as us. Um, if we're coming from that positive home environment where, you know, our parents allow us to be us, for our personality to develop, no matter what is coming up. If we're angry and we don't know why we're angry and yet we've had a great childhood, then there could be some generational wounding um, that is being carried over. And it can be, it can skip generations. I've learned that it can skip generations. Um, and sometimes past lives can go back hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, I remember a story with a client that had a, a problem with her voice and she found it very hard to speak up and she was always getting sore throats and she always felt like, you know, there was something stuck there. And over time with, you know, with quite a few sessions, you know, this was getting harder and harder the more she was becoming attached to her authenticity and who she is today. But feeling this block, this energetic block around her throat. Anyway, this particular session, um, intuitively I went in and was working around her throat chakra. And I had this image of um, a lot of blue, which is the color of the, the throat chakra. And then this noose came into play. I saw this noose, you know, like a hangman's noose. And I tried to differentiate between my imagination, my projected imagination, and was this my intuition that was opening up and I was being shown something. Anyway, this the story of this young woman was also one that she felt very guilty because uh, her sister, her sister had died. I didn't know that at the time, but she explained that she was carrying a, a lot of guilt and guilt that she didn't want to talk about. So during the process of this session, what started to develop was this image was getting stronger and stronger to the point that I had to open my eyes and I had to bring her back. And um, I asked her, you know, what had happened? And I gave her the image that I had received. 
and um, she was quite shaken. And the story unfolded that her sister um, had actually hung herself and she had found her. So she had walked in and found her dear sister had hung herself who had been suffering with depression. And this person had been carrying this guilt most of her life and she wasn't able to talk about it. She wasn't able to go into therapy. She believed, her core belief was that I was responsible. If I had have listened to her, if I had have taken more notice, if I had have known that she was depressed, I could have saved her. So because she felt so guilty, she tried to push it away. And the more she pushed it away, of course, when we resist something, we're only making something stronger. And this was the case. So we did some healing around this. And um, as, the, as a consequence of this, she was able to release that pain. She was really able to release the guilt and actually say to herself and say to the world and say to the dynamics of her family, you know, I was responsible, I believed I was responsible, and I now choose to accept that I was not responsible for someone else's life. And once she was able to talk that and then start to use that as an affirmation on a daily basis and start to journal, start to write, what happened the next time I saw her a few months later was she was a completely different person. She felt like the tightness around her neck, her throat had, had loosened. She was feeling a lot stronger in her body. Her physical health was improving and she was a lot happier. So when we're carrying over, you know, family wounding um, and looking back on that story, there was a lot of depression that her sister had carried over from generations before. She started to understand, we start to understand how we can diffuse and we can break that connection to the past. And we have to remember that sometimes when we're children, our defenses can actually help to keep us safe. But we reach a point where defensiveness can become a burden. And as we get older, if we're still defensive in anything, you know, it can be that we're carrying the wounding of our past, the wounding of our family, and it needs to come down, it needs to heal. So we can also come into um, maybe the fear of the hidden version of the parent who hurt us. And by that, it could mean that um, we don't, we, we, we disassociate with the parent that hurt us, the parent that made us believe that we were responsible for carrying on the family tradition, the family name. And to that end, we, we can really start to let go of that. Again, guilt and shame are the two um, most dangerous negative components of our emotional, of our emotional energy. And when we're carrying guilt and shame, and but we don't understand why do I feel ashamed? Why do I feel guilty? You know, that can be in a current situation where, you know, we can, you know, accidentally run over a kitten or, you know, ac accidentally step on, you know, uh, a bee or a spider or do something that straight away brings up that guilt, that current guilt 
but the current guilt is always linked into historical guilt. So this is where a lot of energy healing um, and working with the dynamics of family wounding and relationship cords can be vital in the healing process. You've been listening to myself, Lana Lynn Marino, and thank you for listening to this episode. And uh, I hope that you can join me again. Um, you can go to my website, wellnessjourneys.co.uk. I'm on seven platforms, including Spotify um, and a number of others. I can't remember. Anchor FM and tap in Lynn Marino. If you wish to leave me a message, please do so. And um, I look forward to being with you again. Take care. And as always, you know, look after yourself. Life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Lots of love.